0: Our online vineyard community. I'm so looking forward to when we can physically gather together again, but in the meantime, I'm truly thankful for the technology that allows us to join together online like this to, to uh, hear from God's Word. I want to remind you that next week we will also be meeting online as well, and then we will reevaluate where we stand with the COVID-19 uh, virus situation. And then we'll make a decision concerning April uh, at that point. But for this week and next, we are meeting here online, so welcome. This COVID-19 crisis is truly unprecedented. We've never seen anything like it before. Schools have all gone to online instruction. Travel bans are in place, not only international, but now even some states are implementing uh, travel bans, and even several counties in Indiana uh, restricting travel to emergency travel only. Cities, some, several cities are on total lockdown right now. Restaurants have gone to uh, drive up and take out or delivery only no, with no uh, indoor dining uh, available at all. Food supplies, I mean, you go to the store and people are, it's, it's crazy. First thing in the morning, you go to the grocery store, and the parking lots are packed, and the the lines are long, shelves are being emptied out. You s- constantly see on social media people talking about, you know, where, who has meat today, and who has toilet paper today, and who has this, because they've gone to several stores and found them out, um, you know, so... I, I've been seeking the Lord this past week and really praying about it and saying, "Lord, what would you have me to share? What what can I? What message did you have for the people uh, for this Sunday?" Uh, and He kept taking me to a particular passage in uh, Matthew's Gospel, stories found in Matthew uh, chapter seven. If you have your Bibles handy, you can follow along. Uh, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, if you have your Bible app, you can pull that up, but, or you can just listen. But starting in verse 24 of Matthew 7, Jesus says this, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Jesus telling the story here of two builders. One's wise and one's foolish. And as I look at the, looked at this story and I thought about it, there's a few observations that came to mind which um, we, can, we can make on this. The first one is that a foundation of a house or a foundation of, a, a, of any building is generally an unseen but yet crucial part of the house or part of the building. Uh, you generally don't see the foundation unless you go down into a crawl space or into a basement. But from the from the curbside, you look at it, and you usually don't see the foundation. But it is crucial to the structure of the house. Two houses can be identical on the outside; they can be uh, uh, just inch by inch identical. When you go through it, the rooms are laid out the same, the, the windows are in the same places, the doors are in the same place. They can be identical houses in every respect, but the foundation is what can differentiate the two. Second observation, a problem with the foundation may not appear immediately, but will become evident over time. It's inevitable. Things may go along for a while, but eventually, if a foundation of a house is faulty, it will come to light. It will be revealed, and it will cause problems. The third observation in this story is that foundations are tested and revealed by storms. When storms come, that's when the the foundation is being tested. That's when it's being revealed, whether it's a strong foundation or a faulty foundation. Storms come in life. They come to all of us. Floodwaters rise. The rain beats against the house. It's it's like things happen in our lives that shake us up. And that's what's going on right now with COVID-19. It's a storm of unprecedented proportion, like, we've, like nothing we've seen before, it's disrupted life as we know it, and it's revealing our foundations. We're seeing two very different responses to the crisis uh, that is currently going on. One response is that of fear and panic, and we're seeing this all around us. Panic buying at the stores because people are afraid they're going to run out of food and run out of necessary supplies. They don't know what's going on. All kinds of misinformation on the uh, uh, in social media and all kinds of misinformation in the news. All kinds of misinformation is out there that is bringing about more confusion and spreading more panic. I mean, fear is gripping people's lives because their lives. Are built on sand. As the, as the crisis builds, as the, as the number of cases mounts, the death toll increases and so forth, people are becoming more and more fearful. It seems like everything that they have relied on up to their, this point in their lives is eroding away. On the other hand, many are responding with trust, and peace. Many are responding with trust because the foundation of their lives is solid. It sits on solid ground. And with that trust comes an underlying peace. They may not understand what's going on. There may be a, a, a lot of uncertainty in their lives. But there's an underlying peace in their lives. See, when our trust is in the economy, or when our trust is in our job, or when our trust is in another person or is in a government or is in a, a, a position that we hold or our possessions, when our trust is in anything that can be taken away, then our lives are built on shaky ground built on sand. Have you ever stood on the beach and stood there as the waves start to come in, the water comes in, you're standing on the sand and the water comes in up around your feet, up around your ankles and washes out. What happens? All of a sudden you're standing there, you become a little unsteady because the, the sand is washing out from under your feet. The sand is eroding away with every wave that comes in, little by little. And pretty soon, your heels are about two inches deeper than the rest of your foot because that's where the weight is, and they can't handle the weight. And, and you're, if you don't reposition yourself, it's like you're going to f- fall over. That's what a lot of pe- people are experiencing right now. Because our lives are being built on something that has suddenly been taken away. But when we stand on solid ground, it doesn't matter what kind of storm or how intense the storm is that comes our way. We stand on solid ground. The foundation is solid. You know Hebrews 12 talks about creation being shaken and it even there's a, there's a verse in there that says everything that can be shaken will be shaken and removed, and, but that which cannot be shaken will remain. See what cannot be shaken is what's built on the solid foundation of God's word. The more our lives are centered on and built on God's word, then the more stability and peace we have when a crisis like this hits. See, there's no guarantee that storms are not going to hit us. There's no guarantee that that the economy will always be strong, that jobs will always be secure, that health will always be. there's, There's no guarantees in life of any of those things. And when storms do hit, we're all susceptible to it. This COVID 19 crisis, I don't care how young or old you are, I don't care how, how uh, uh, wealthy or impoverished, it doesn't matter whether you are, uh, uh, what race you are, it doesn't matter what nation you're, you, you're a part of, what continent you live on, this is coming at everybody. We are all susceptible to it, all of us alike. See, the two houses in this passage, they were both hit by the same winds and the same rainfall, but one collapsed and one stood strong. The only difference was the foundation, what it was built on. Let me ask, what is the foundational truth upon which your life is founded. Let me ask it this way. What determines the choices you make? The actions you take? What determines that? Is it what's convenient at the moment? What seems right at the moment? What's the easiest thing to do at the moment? Is it the opinion of others? What other people think? Or is it the currency of this world, the values of this world, the money and the power and so forth? Or is it God's word? This is what I believe the Lord is saying to us at this moment. Foundations are being revealed. Pay attention to what you're building your life on. Let me say it again. Foundations are being revealed so pay attention to what you are building your life on. I also believe he's saying this. I'm giving you an invitation to tend to your foundation. I'm giving you an invitation to turn away from things that Have no eternal value and turn toward things that are of eternal worth. Some of you have a very strong foundation, and while your life has been disrupted in the midst of all the uncertainties, there's a peace in your heart because you know who sits on the throne. You have a growing and living relationship with the Lord. You talk to God and listen to Him every day. You're in the Bible every day, not just to read it, but to read it and absorb it into your life and to allow its work to change your heart. You're plugged into a local church where you're serving and mutually encouraging each other. You're surviving well. Sure, there's some scary times, and sure, there's some uncertainty, but overall, there's a peace inside. You're taking the right precautions, but you're not overly concerned. I mean, you're, you're, you've got proper concern, but, but you also realize that the Lord is the one that, that ultimately holds you in His hand. Your foundation is strong. The ability to gather publicly and worship together has been temporarily taken away, but you're connecting online with each other. You're tuning in to, to, to this uh, online uh, message and other online messages. You're reaching out to each other. Con- community is continuing both online and by phone. You're talking to each other. You're reaching out online. You're reaching out by phone. So the community to which you already belong is continuing on. But others are finding themselves fearful disconnected, alone. If you're finding that your foundation is not as solid as you would like it to be, now is the time to begin to strengthen it. And it begins by taking a look at our priorities and reordering them. It begins by making room in our life for the things that, that really matter, the things that really count, the things that are of eternal value. See, our spiritual lives need to be our highest priority. Everything else flows from it. So I've got some practical things for you to do. One, spend time in the Word. Spend time in your Bible. Open it up. Pick it up. Dust it off. Open it up. Some of you just, you know, wear out Bible after Bible. Others, you know, have you you might have a coat of dust on the cover of it doesn't matter where you've been in the past, just where you are right now, just pick it up and begin to read it. And not just a little bit here and a little bit there, not just a few favorite verses or passages. While you're practicing social distancing, instead of binge watching on Netflix, spend some of that time in the Bible. If you haven't already downloaded the Bible app by Version, I highly recommend that you download it and create a login. Just download it to your phone, go to it, open it up create a, uh... create uh... A, uh... A, a, a login because that will save the different plans you read and so forth you'll be able to highlight things like that create a login for it and then uh... tap on where it says plans tap on that then tap on find plans and then the search uh... area there just go ahead and search out what is it that you're looking for. You can search out Bible reading plans on nearly any topic you can think of. Hope, peace, anxiety, fear, worry. Maybe you want to begin to study the attributes of God and really learn what He's really like. So, so search love or faithfulness or mercy. Is search about His holiness. Begin, you'll see a number of plans begin to pop up. Begin to scroll through them and find one that looks interesting to you and then start to work through it. And don't just, I guess you could just read through the whole thing in one day if it's a shorter plan, but, but I would also pace yourself. The important thing is to develop a habit every single day, getting in it and then thinking about what you're reading and feeding on it. You know, uh, uh, and then take what you're reading, take what you're studying, and apply it to your life doesn't do any good just to know it, just to have head knowledge. We have to live it, too. So begin to live it. Begin to apply it to your life. Start a conversation with God. Talk to Him. Ask Him questions. Tell Him what you're thinking. Tell Him what your hopes are, your dreams are. Tell Him what your fears are. He already knows, but He wants you to come to Him and bring Him to Him. Take advantage of this disruption of your life and Uh, uh, And take advantage of that and and turn your focus to things that really matter. Tend to your foundation. Commit to those things that will strengthen you spiritually. Establish new habits or re-engage in old ones that have maybe dropped off. Be a wise builder. Build your life on that which cannot be shaken. Let's pray. Lord, our lives have been disrupted by so much change lately. It seems that nothing's the same as it was even a few weeks ago, but you never change. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you for being a rock that we can count on, and your word, Lord, thank you that it remains the same. Help us to be wise builders who choose your word as a foundation for our lives. We pray for this COVID-19 crisis. For those who are sick, we pray for health and quick recovery, physically as well as financially. Lord, stop the virus in its tracks so it would spread no longer. We ask for wisdom and guidance for those in our government as they lead the fight against the virus. Help the scientists and researchers to develop a treatment and a vaccine quickly. Protect those who work in the medical field and are exposed to the virus. Keep them safe and protect their health while they work. In Jesus' name. One more thing. I want to send out a big thank you to those who have generously given online or mailed in your tithes and offerings while we're meeting online. Your generosity is very much appreciated. Now I want to give you a blessing. Hold out your hands for it. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Go and have a great week.